Welcome to CodeCast. We're a podcast that focuses on everything tech, and we give you an idea of what developers, startups, and creatives are up to in Zambia and across Africa. Every two weeks, we explore different topics and applications of technology in the real world. Every episode is brought to you by Agora Code Community. For more information, visit agoracode.community or follow us on Twitter at CodeAgora. Okay, welcome to episode 22 of CodeCast. Uh, today, I am... I'm with Elias. Welcome back, Elias. Back again. Haven't seen you in a very long time. In the words of the immortal uh, troops on Arsenal fan TV. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on winning two games in a row. Why are you congratulating me? Like, because it's the first time you've done it in 10 years. <sighs> Welcome to Football Cast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we draw a game. Very uh-huh. frustrating. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, I, well, if you're wondering which, because all three teams drew, I'm talking mm-hmm. about United, uh, Chelsea drew, mm-hmm. City drew, mm-hmm. Tottenham drew, mm-hmm. we don't care about Liverpool. Uh, I mean, you should, the top of the league, but whatever, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I mean, we're just like a few goals behind them, so if they could end the league now, great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is episode 22. Uh, Mostly inspired by a conversation I stumbled upon on Twitter um, around, um, well, it was a conversation between two people, uh, one talking about how a website isn't necessary in this day and age, you can put your information up on Google or whatever, and people would still be able to find you. Mm-hmm. And uh, another person responded by saying, but they need us to have websites, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So it kind of inspired uh, the whole concept of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Not just appealing to developers in general around certain hacks they could have around websites as well, mm-hmm. but also appealing to the general, you know, the general public, I yeah. guess, in terms of uh, how they can take advantage of the d- digital space. Yeah. Now, the, the one thing I find most interesting is, like, right now, right? When mm-hmm. we talk about the penetration, first of all, internet. Maybe let's not even start from internet, just mobile devices. Mm-hmm. Like Sub-Saharan Africa, for example, has the largest growth in terms of mobile devices. Mm-hmm. And this is across the globe, right? We're growing exponentially. And in terms of data and usage, we are also in the region that's experiencing the most growth. There's like 120% growth projected uh, in the next five years in terms of data usage, which is actually quite big yeah. considering, you know, we're talking about Sub-Saharan Africa. It just mm-hmm. means lots of people are buying mobile devices, Lots of people are buying devices that can uh, access the internet. And it's not just accessing the internet through, uh, okay, basically smart devices. Yeah, People have access to this stuff because it's cheaper. I mean, we have all these um, phone manufacturers who have made it much, much cheaper for someone to have a smartphone. And it's really interesting. You can get a smartphone for $100 now. That can do pretty much as well as most devices out there that people think are like you know mm-hmm. top notch but we we really won't get into that so really talking about how many different ways uh different types of businesses can uh reach their market mm-hmm. and uh you know it's there's there, it's it's a really it's a big headache in terms of making a choice for example yeah uh, you, you can pick between a website, you can make a Facebook page. A, well, you can make a Google Plus page now. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have a LinkedIn profile and there's so many different avenues to reach your target market and it's very interesting. And I, I really want people to have a glimpse of some of the different benefits that come with choosing 
uh, whether one of these platforms or all these platforms to increase your digital presence or to get a new market for your product. And mm-hmm. it really depends on a lot of factors. We may not be able to cover all of them, mm-hmm. but I hope that we uh, do enough to stir up a conversation around, well, first of all, um, what you need to do at each stage of the process. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really a holy, uh, what, what's it called? Um a Bible, uh, uh, the build your own website Bible of, of sorts. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, we'll try to do as much as we can to mm. kind of explain all of it. And I guess before we get into that, um, you wanted to say something about Disney. Uh, yeah. So, a bit of news, uh, not a lot. So, uh, just some confirmation. I think we talked about uh, Disney Plus, the new Disney streaming, streaming service that's service, coming. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so they released some pricing information. Uh, So the base uh, subscription is going to be $7.699. That's uh, for Disney Plus. Uh, So Disney Plus is going to give you uh, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and... National Geographic, <laughs> which I still don't know if Disney owned, but it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but then uh, there's a, a thirteen dollar bundle that will give you Disney Plus, uh, Hulu, which Hulu. I think yeah, what Disney the, what Disney Hulu Hulu. Oh Hulu. Why 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 would I, I say Hulu? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> okay, so Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Uh, that's 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 going to be uh, in this kind of premium uh, bundle that'll give you uh, these three streaming services. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also uh, talked about uh, the supported devices. So there's Apple TV, Android devices, Android TV, Chromecast. Uh, web browsers, iPad, iPhone, PlayStation 4, Roku, uh, streaming players, Roku TV, and Xbox One. A glaring omission is Amazon's Fire TV. So if you have an Amazon Fire tablet, which I don't think a lot of people locally have, mm-hmm. then you won't be able to stream. But in any case, I don't think we're going to be streaming Disney Plus, at least not this year. Uh, they're rolling Not available out, for Africa yet. Yeah, right? they're rolling out. They said they're going to roll out to uh, other regions early next year, but I mean, that could mean anything. So yeah, I, I haven't caught on the Netflix train yet. So I'm hoping maybe this is something that I might catch on. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, what I'm seeing is Netflix is actually losing a lot of uh, these deals. So. Uh, it's, I know it's not available in, on the Zambia Netflix, but in the American on the American Netflix, The Office is probably their most popular show. They're going to lose that. They're eventually going to lose Friends. So a lot of these, you know, big uh, streaming companies or big uh, media companies are now moving towards consolidating their stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think Netflix might suffer, but I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, looking forward to anyway. Watch the space as usual. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm an early adopter, so if it's available, I will <laughs> definitely try it out. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. Seven dollars ninety nine, right? That's not so bad. Yeah, I, I like uh, six six ninety nine actually for the base. So it's 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 a, a pretty good deal. It's cheaper than Netflix. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, we we will definitely try it and give you uh, our opinion on it. 
by the way, mm-hmm. I uh, recently subscribed for Game Pass because they had a promotion where it's like $1. Mm-hmm. But then there's a workaround where if you get uh, Xbox Live Gold, mm-hmm. and then you subscribe for the Game Pass Ultimate for $1, mm-hmm. it's going to be $1 until your Game Pass expires. Or until your Xbox Live expires, I had a one year. I had a one year subscription. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what? That's that, that's a really good hack. And yeah. Uh, so I, I downloaded a few games. Uh, uh, I will give my views on it. I haven't really dove into it, but like from what I'm seeing, it is you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. Like it's 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 really good. Like the games that are there alone like gears of war 5 is coming out this month and it's gonna be on game pass so i don't even have to buy it <laughs> i just have to you know find 100 gigs of data uh, <laughs> other news which is what i was thinking about <laughs> in other news um sony uh bought insomniac so insomniac have for a long time had a really close relationship with sony uh and their playstation brand mm-hmm. uh so for context, uh, since the early 2000s, we've had exclusive games like Ratchet and Clank, Resistance. Uh, most recently, we had uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, which I think was one of the best-selling games of the PlayStation 4. Like it's 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 selling gangbangers. It's still selling gangbangers. So, I think this is a really good acquisition for Sony. Um, Someone I, I saw on Twitter, uh, some, I, I don't remember exactly who, so if, if I'm crediting or if I'm taking someone's uh, credit, I apologize. But they basically uh, compared it to someone being in a long-term relationship, finally, like... Getting wifed. Yeah, getting wifed. Like, Insomniac has been, like, really in, in bed with, uh, Sony for a long period of time. During the launch of this generation, they had this Xbox One exclusive, which was uh, what is it called? I'm actually spacing on the name. When this is a game that came with my Xbox One, <laughs> uh, Sunset Overdrive. Yes, uh, it didn't sell well. I thought it was a really great game, but uh, that seems to be the only uh, stint where they were seeing other people. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I like the little <laughs> analogies. Going yeah, on there. yeah, like much, I, like, much better than I usually do yeah, when I'm trying to do that. It's it's not even my analogy. That's why I'm searching you. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's a great uh, acquisition for Sony, especially considering how many acquisitions Microsoft has made in the last year. Like, uh, this is kind of them. Uh, biting back a little. So the next generation is going to be really interesting, I think. Uh, finally, uh, just something I think we should mention. Uh, the Apple Card uh, started rolling out last week. We don't really care about the Apple Card. We don't really, no. But I thought there might be some people that do. Mm-hmm. So I thought we should just mention it. MKBHD did a review of it. You can check that out. Dude, that's one thing I don't expect to see in my country for many years to come. I, I honestly don't expect to see it uh you know what i lifetime. think you know what i think yeah. it will shut down before it even gets here yeah because first of all it's a credit card in my card. lifetime first of all it's a credit <laughs> card and like people people have been conflating this as a piece of tech no no it's so, really not it's a credit card that has 
some benefits if you're on iOS. Mm. That's it. So just thought I'd mention that. Uh, I think that's all the news we're covering today. So uh, we mm. can get into the topic of the show, 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 show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so as we start today's topic, I just wanted to make sure that um, I give a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything we'll talk about is our opinion. Mm-hmm. We're not at all experts in the business field of stuff. Definitely, definitely. But we will talk about that anyway, yeah. from our opinion. So yeah. uh, feel free to mention us if you feel like you need to add something or remove something from anything we'll say. Uh, very much open to like conversations around this sort of thing. It's something that's really... I'd say not many people pay attention to lately. Yeah. I think we, we pay attention to it, but not enough, in my yeah. opinion. And to kick it off, I'll start with... Um, one of the most important things, which is statistics, like data mm-hmm. or, or data, data like or whichever. About it. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so like every time um, you're deciding whether you're going to pick a website or Facebook or whatever, well, the big assumption is that you're basing that decision off um, some kind of data or information that you either have collected or came across. And uh, usually... Um, it, it also depends on the kind of business that you're running also. Mm-hmm. Are you in e-commerce? Are you just, you know, giving out information? Mm-hmm. Are you, yeah, there's like lots of factors that go into making the decision. And I just wanted to give a few statistics for some people that um, that this may help in terms of moving them along in terms of making the choice. Personally, I feel like you don't need to choose between one platform or the other. Um, well, obviously, depending whether you can afford it or not, I just feel like you need to pick the one that gives you the best advantage and still add on the rest as well because yeah. those are still uh, channels for sales and stuff yeah. like that. So um, I want to focus on Africa, first of all, and yeah. then zero in on Zambia as well. So I was I was doing some research and I found out that um, Facebook, yes, is the biggest um, social media platform in the world. Mm-hmm. I think we know this already. Without a question. And by the way, fun fact, there's more users in India than the US, which is strange, but not so strange, actually. But that, that I found that really interesting. That is interesting. It's <laughs> very interesting, right? Like, by far. It's yeah. not even, like, close. And I'll post a link to, like, this really fun statistic in the description. Then Africa, right? 67%. Uh, we have 67% of users um, on Facebook. Followed by YouTube. Then Pinterest. Like those are the top three, and there's like a really big gap between Facebook and YouTube. YouTube mm-hmm. is like eighteen percent, uh, Pinterest is like eight percent, and then the rest fall off. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter is not as popular as I thought, actually. Yeah, and I think this, uh, I, 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 I think this is something that people don't realize. Uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, uh, Twitter is. Like personally, Twitter is bigger than Facebook because of the uh, content. Know, also, my circles. Uh-huh. Like a lot of my friends are more on Twitter than on than Facebook. Than they are on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook is where my aunts and uncles are. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're they're slowly joining you on Twitter. So. It's uh, it's it's not gonna be fun. Anyway, <laughs> and then when we zero down, like when we uh, bring it closer to home, Facebook is still. Uh, the leading um, social media platform, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then we have Pinterest, which surprised me, and then Twitter. Maybe because I'm not really a Pinterest guy. Like I know I'm a, I'm on a few boards mm-hmm. for like um, some of the work stuff that I've been doing, mm-hmm. but um, really not my 
area actually. Yeah, I, I me neither. I'm on Pinterest, but I don't really like like this is how little I use uh, Pinterest. I have the app on my phone, but it's been offloaded. Um and like iOS has this thing where it offloads apps that you don't use. So mm-hmm. like I'd have to download it again for me to use it. That's how little I use Pinterest. I get their emails though. Like, <laughs> I subscribe. You're too to lazy to unsubscribe. No, it's it's so here's the thing, right? I actually like those because like uh, I'm following boards uh for tattoos. Mm-hmm. So I, I like I like seeing them in my email because I like I, I see some really dope designs and whatnot, but I never go in the app <laughs> or on their website if I'm on the PC. Yeah, I downloaded the app. Did the same thing. Yeah. Joined a few tattoo boards, and um, dude, I deleted the app. I was like, it's really, it's really just you know, yeah, wasting space. I'll go on the web app if I need to look at any more like stuff. Yeah. So, but like, I I can see how uh, people can get into it. It's kind of like uh, an organized Instagram in a way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, Actually, I feel like there's much more content on Pinterest than Instagram. Yeah. I d- maybe I just like the user experience on Instagram. Maybe. Yeah, Instagram is kind of like really simplified, and yeah. that 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 lends to how uh, how easy it is for someone to just you know open their app, you go on, you've got your timeline, it's just pictures, you scroll up. Whereas on Pinterest, it seems like you've got to put a little more work into looking for what you want to find. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, something that I noticed was that there was like a hundred percent growth in terms of how many. How many people are listing their businesses on Facebook? This is just to show you how big Facebook's yeah. become in terms of the business side of stuff. Um, in 2015, we had about 40 million small business pages. These are small, small businesses. I don't know what what kind of criteria they use in terms of determining what's small or not. I'm sure, uh, like uh, the the usual like number of likes and stuff and like so that. And so on and yeah. so forth, yeah. And then fast forward to like 2018, that number is now was at 80 million. So that gives you an idea of how many people are getting on the platform to kind of yeah. use it as a space um, where they can grow their businesses and stuff like that. So we won't really focus on uh, Pinterest or Instagram and stuff like that. I think we'd like to zero in on maybe Facebook and Twitter as yeah. a use case for this kind of discussion and stuff like that. So we're basically going to go around um, the different ideas around setting up a page and whether it would do much better than a website when should you have both and also what are the pros and cons of you know setting up either what how much leverage do you have uh, in terms of reaching your market and how much does facebook actually allow you to do in terms of owning it and making it feel like a place where people would like to yeah enjoy coming and stuff like that so um i'm going to start from saying this I don't think Facebook will ever replace a traditional website. I'd agree. For me, the topmost reason is just the fact that they will always control design. Exactly. Not just, not just design, actually. Well, even content, really. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, there's also the content part. But for me, it's just the overall design, like the overall user experience, mm-hmm. the overall feel of what it is to interact with let's say, uh, whatever entities behind the business and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. For me, that's the part part I find most irritating. Like, uh, funny thing is, I'm not even like a front-end designer (laughs) guy. Like, I suck at design, but I enjoy looking at aesthetics and how stuff is built. And sometimes I tend to opt into certain services 
just because of that. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd agree. Like definitely the the biggest drawback is the the amount of control you lose by uh ceding uh control to Facebook. I mean, you 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 you're putting your platform on their platform. So any changes they make to their platform are going to affect you and yeah. you might not like like we see this all the time like whether it's like political uh, like like uh, politically or whatever it is like people complaining about uh facebook like driving traffic to left leaning uh businesses more so than right leaning and that kind of thing yeah. it 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 it's something that uh it's something that you have to live with if you're on a platform like Facebook because at the end of the day Facebook is the platform as mm. opposed to a website where you can build it out mm. and you have a lot more control yeah though i have to admit that they have been making some strides towards making it more more like flexible now yeah. you can design uh what kind of page you want based off a template for example if you're a shop or you whatever like yeah. there is options to do that on facebook now yeah. um obviously you still have the banner and the logo and everything and most people could still get the information that they need about a business through uh the page you could even drive community growth through the facebook page you can link that to a group yeah. and there you can get you can be more engaging with the people that are interacting with whatever it is that you're trying to do whether yeah. you're selling a service or you're selling products and stuff whatever anyway whatever the terminology is yeah. in terms of that and that's really interesting um another thing i really don't like about it is the um, the fact that they control the way the information is delivered for example mm-hmm. like you can try and design it as much as you want but it's still going to be just a blob of text with like an added slideshow or a picture mm-hmm. and you need to put in so much effort in terms of strategy not that you don't need to do the same from like a website perspective but i just feel like it's if you thought facebook was easier it's really not yeah not not not, not much easier than setting up like a mm. like website in terms of delivery of information and stuff like that uh so uh I I I'll counter uh with uh one of the big reasons why uh Facebook trumps I don't say trumps uh why why you 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 might want to go with Facebook over mm-hmm. uh and that's install base. Mm-hmm. So yeah that's true. The biggest the biggest reason why businesses that have websites are also on Facebook and also on Twitter mm-hmm. is when you have a website you have to then drive traffic to your website mm-hmm. you have to find ways whether it's google ads or mm-hmm. whatever it is you have to find ways to get a user's attention and send them to your website which mm-hmm. is no easy task mm-hmm. whereas with facebook it's as easy as creating a facebook ad and it actually does targeting for you uh based on what uh your target audience is and mm-hmm. that kind of thing mm-hmm. like I I like you can't ignore that as a, a a big reason why some companies scrap a website altogether some companies say you know what we don't really need a a website mm-hmm. because we can do everything through Facebook that really depends on a lot okay it depends on a few things first of all it depends on what kind of business you're running 
Yeah. So, for example, if you're selling, if you're an e-commerce store, let me mm-hmm. just generalize it like that. If you're an e-commerce store, um, yes, you're reaching the market, right? Mm-hmm. But you still need to drive sales. Yeah. So, um, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to add on by saying, in as much as you can have this platform, that's obviously... <laughs> The install base is quite large. Yeah. We're talking about how, well, millions, maybe even billions now of users. Yeah. Then the billions now, right? Are they still I, I think they're, 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 they're over a billion at least. Yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm guessing, uh, I, I'll, I'll throw in some statistics on how many users are there in Zambia generally. But it's mobile friendly. The, the traffic, the potential for traffic is quite mm-hmm. high and so on and so forth. It's also like, well... For all intents and purposes, a single channel for advertising, like you're yeah. putting it, you can you can target ads, you can do whatever. Uh, you still need to make sales, though. Yeah. You still need to improve um, how easy it is for people to get your product, for example. Yeah. And I guess that's where the driving traffic to your yeah. website kind of comes in. Like, which is which was my point that yeah. uh, companies that, for example, Amazon, right? Mm-hmm biggest uh, e-commerce uh, in the world or second behind Alibaba, I think, in terms of... Anyway, one of the biggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a Twitter page. Mm-hmm. They have a Facebook page. They have a Facebook page, right? They have a Facebook page. I'm pretty sure they have a Facebook page. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they have one. Yeah. yeah. So my point is, uh, even when you, you want to drive traffic to a website, uh you you're going to have a Facebook presence mm-hmm. as opposed to pe- uh, businesses that feel they don't need to have uh, a website still feel they need to have a Facebook uh, presence and mm-hmm. I guess this is getting into now uh, why you would want uh, to use Facebook over a website and vice versa for me like I said I don't think it should ever be um a Facebook versus like website scenario. I feel like at some point you will need one or the other. Yeah. Like it's it's just the way it is. You know, there's this thing. Um, I don't remember where I read it, but it was something to do with like banner advertising and stuff like that, like billboards. Like this, there was a use case um, about when was the right time to uh, put a like a banner or on a billboard or whatever mm-hmm. um so this person i don't remember who it is but if i find it i'll put it in the description i uh, had this theory that you should always do your billboard advertising last because it's most likely going to generate the list revenue for you mm-hmm. and at this point you would have done all these other channels and all these other um, uh well basically channels mm-hmm. and they would already be generating that revenue for you. And now you're using billboards to get the outliers, the ones that you didn't get through Facebook. Yeah. There won't be so many, but over time, they'll come in over time. It won't yeah. be like, you know, over a month. It's possibly over a year and stuff yeah. like that. So I really feel like it's not a one over the other, but yeah. it's more or less when should you, which one should you get first? And when should you, at what point do you decide I need to get this other one now yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, I always feel like you start with the page. It's easier. Yeah. It's stress-free. Also, I feel like once you get a 
like a Facebook presence. It gives you a kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it makes you seem reputable when you have a website. Perfect example. Um, when you're looking for something, what's the first thing you do? I Google it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you Google it mm. and you don't find a website, what's the first thought that comes in your mind? Facebook. It's actually going to show up on Facebook, but they don't have their own website. Well, to be honest, for me, when I'm looking for something, I'll Google it. And if I find both a Facebook page and a website, I'd rather go to the website than yeah. the Facebook page. Yeah. Because I feel like everything is neatly arranged. On the, or I'll assume that it's neatly arranged. Mm-hmm. I'll probably find what I'm looking for much faster than if I go to the Facebook page, for example. Yeah. And the simple thing is maybe contact information. Sometimes even pricing for certain products. Sometimes even just like understanding what this business does generally. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'll find on the website rather than a page. If I don't find the website, granted, I will still go to my yeah. Facebook page. I may not like it, or yeah. So <laughs> but my point, I will my, still look at all the information. Yeah. My point was um, for uh, say someone who is looking for a place to eat. Uh, and they Google it. Like, I feel like, and maybe this is just me, and again, this is our opinion, but I feel like when I go and I Google something and I find a website, it's a little more encouraging than if there's no website, because then I'm like, for these guys that... Because, uh-huh. like, to your point, like, it's kind of, it's it's not really hard to get a website out. And we'll get into some of the, yeah, some of the ways you can, and yeah, and, you can and ways done, you yeah. can do it without, like, coding and stuff. Like, it's not, it's not something in 2019 that should be a barrier to entry for anyone mm. that wants to have a presence online. Yeah. So when I search for that and I don't find a website, I'm like, guys, really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not really, but like, I guess uh, that might just be me. Yeah. Well, I get the feeling that you're driving towards uh, legitimacy as uh, the sort of comfort that will help you kind of trust these people. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like I've said, like I I'm not I'm not I'm not implying that if you don't have a website then you're not a legitimate uh, business or whatnot. But it does but you are get, saying it comforts you. It yeah, makes you feel it, better it, about it. It does yeah. make you feel better about like whatever it is you're looking for or you know, if you go to a website, especially if it's a good-looking website, you know, you go to a website, like, we see this all the time, like, someone, like, or maybe it's just me, like, but, like, someone will go to a website and they'll be like, oh, this website, the common one is, this website looks like it wasn't built in Zambia. And you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I tweeted that uh, people should send us links to stuff they've built. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping by the time we release this episode, um, we'll have a few links that we can put in, in the description yeah. so people can see what low, low, what local developers are, are building. And it's very interesting that you say that because... Um, you know, uh, trying to get the developer conference together, uh, I've had conversations with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I've had people call me asking for more information about it. And um, slowly I've seen that um, people don't really understand what the developer landscape is like in the country at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they're not really familiar with what kind of uh, tools people are adept with, what kind of skill sets are actually available. We still have a lot of people that think a lot of the stuff is built outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, outside the country. And there's lots of people that are doing amazing work, building really amazing stuff. I mean, I'd like to think the stuff I've built is is is, is amazing in my yeah, own right. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, and um, also visit codecastzm.com and give yeah. us feedback. So <laughs> just had to slide that in. So it's, it's really interesting. And um, yeah, hopefully um, we can get people to understand that even... Even someone without any coding experience can build um, a website that someone would think wasn't built in the country. Yeah. So well, it's 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 not it's the the hope is that the the misconception that good websites can't be built in Zambia shifts would disappear yeah. eventually. But, yeah, I, I think I, I guess I should take at this point I should take it as a compliment when someone says it looks like it was. It looks like I didn't know Zambia's. Co- I, 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 <laughs> I'm I'm yet to think about it that way. I still get offended. I, I get offended, but for a lot of people, it's their way of complimenting. No. Uh, no, nah, like seriously. People should stop doing that, though. People should stop doing that. I agree. And I think a lot of people now are realizing that that's not a, like, it's kind of a backhanded compliment. Mm. But, uh, I don't know, a compliment nonetheless. I, I guess I just <laughs> like compliments. <laughs> like, take the yeah, I, I, I guess so. You know, you, you know what I think? Based off, like, um, the the environment the space we live in i mean we preach free open space free space and everything but remember i don't know if you've seen this on twitter yet but there's this um there's this uh uh there's this twitter page right mm-hmm. that posts like these graffiti drawings of like celebrities and stuff like that and like People went off on this account talking about how they use Photoshop and that sort of thing. They don't actually draw the stuff. It can take them seven hours to draw something. Like it was really interesting because um, even though I wasn't sure if the person actually does the work themselves, Mm -hmm. like it really struck me that a lot of people were quick to dismiss it without actually... Um, trying to f- get into like the whole experience of doing it and trying to figure out if it's actually true or it's um, mm, it's something that's real. Yeah. And if it was someone outside the country, from the US particularly, exactly. someone would be like, oh, damn, you're so, so talented. talented. Yeah, yeah, right? So like hope, hopefully... This this stereotype, this kind of behavior is just not in tech. It's it's yeah. it's really spread across different industries, and well, hopefully, we'll play our part in kind of like getting to that point where people don't have to make such kind of assumptions. Yeah, like uh, for sure, because like uh, I just stumbled upon this uh, Instagram. Oh, side note, mm. I stumbled upon this Instagram account yep. where there's this uh, Zambian drama. Mm-hmm. And she's really good. And I like I must confess, mm-hmm. I was also kind of like, Oh damn, she's Zambian. But like that's 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 the point, right? Mm-hmm. Like whenever whenever someone is like Zambian and talented, your first thought is, but for real? <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we can get to a point like uh like you're saying where it it's 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 no longer a thing of Oh, for your Zambian, it's it's uh, oh, you're really talented. Yeah. The way other 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 people from other countries get, uh, you know, complimented on their talent. 
Yeah, and uh, well, just to add on to something like that, I just thought I should mention this. I'm trying to find uh, the name of this podcast that I found out about recently. Actually, I only found out about this podcast because they followed us. Then I was like, oh, cool, let me check this out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to get the name. Ah, What's on My Mind by someone by the name of Temwani Msiska. I think I'll put a link in the description. It was mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed it and... Um, I think it reminded me of the the drama thing you're talking. It's quite yeah. dramatic, and yeah. it was surprisingly really interesting. I didn't think I'd like enjoy it, yeah. but I, I did. So that's something I guess we can pick from that. Yeah. Okay, so coming back to our conversation, right? When do you think is the right time for someone to set up a website? Um, so again, opinion, and uh, I I I'll also say take this uh, with a grain of salt because we are developers after all. But I think building a website should be part of your onboarding process. Is onboarding the right word? You know, as you're building out your business, as you're planning your stuff and whatnot, mm-hmm. I think ideally you want your website built out so that when you roll out, you have a place to send uh, send your traffic. traffic yeah. yeah. Uh, I know this is not always the case for a variety of reasons, but I think ideally you want to have your website up. Ideally, you want to have your website, your Facebook, Facebook, your your Twitter Twitter up so that when you're ready to hit the ground, you hit the ground running. Hmm. And, you know, you have places to drive your traffic. You you drive traffic to your Facebook, and your Facebook has your face uh, your 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 website. Your website has links to your Facebook and your Twitter and whatever. So that's the perfect uh, case if we're dealing with, let's say, um, e-commerce mm-hmm. or anything that involves a dynamic nature in mm-hmm. which people interact with a product that you yeah. probably wouldn't get on um, spaces like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter yet anyway. We don't know how much yeah. how much uh, evolution is going to happen in this space. And one other thing I can think about in terms of just giving an example of stuff like that is maybe um practical example is a platform like... Um, I want to give a local example of something that, yeah, you can launch, but if you launch without a website, you really be crippling yourself. Zambezi.com. Oh yeah, Zambezi <laughs> brand with two eyes. Yeah, so that's like a B. That's like a is that's like a B two C B two B B two C. Yeah, everything, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So the point is, without a website, without a website, you can't really like uh, reach your target market exactly. or drive sales, basically. So, um, for me, when I'm looking at someone like a photographer or mm-hmm. like um, oh yeah, and the other person that was in the conversation that actually stirred this up was a photographer. Mm-hmm. Someone's a photographer. Um, who else? A makeup artist, for example. Like, I I feel like maybe even a platform like Instagram or Facebook would be the perfect place to start. Mm-hmm. And then as you establish your brand and you grow, even events companies, for example, as you establish your brand and you grow, um, then you can set about and actually... Um, extended to maybe a website and maybe for a website um, you can then add l- little features that I would appreciate for example but maybe I don't count because I'm like a techie but mm-hmm. um, things like booking online for example mm-hmm. booking um, maybe like a photography session or for the people that would um, make up uh, yeah. artist session and I will actually put out a link to something that I tried like we'll talk about setting up some of these sites uh, soon and I shit you not I set one up in like under 10 minutes on one of these uh, platforms that you can use to build a website mm-hmm. not a single line of code 
drag and drop. Um, and oddly enough, I picked um, a makeup artist style template to mm-hmm. kind of show people like, okay, this is something you can build under 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting because it came with shipping with like an option to have like a booking, an online bookings uh, integration. Oh, so wow. people can actually book uh, for like a makeup session online, basically. And all these very easy to set up under 10 minutes. I'll put a link and uh, yeah, hopefully we can have a conversation around it. But yeah, uh, going back to when you should actually do it, I think you should do it when you understand what your goals and objectives are as a business, mm-hmm. what what target market you're trying to reach, um, where your target market lives, not just physically, exactly, but online as well. Yeah. Like we mentioned, Facebook is the biggest platform like you have 55 percent of people in the country on facebook daily yeah like active users okay not daily that's that's a lie well but anyway that gives you an idea it wouldn't surprise me if it was daily honestly yeah so sorry 55 percent of users not million but yeah um so that gives you an idea of maybe what platform you can begin with raise the money if you don't have the money if you are rolling on a budget Mm -hmm. raise enough money from all this tamanga life on facebook Mm -hmm. and then when you're ready you can either hire a coder to, you know, bring this design of yours to life. Yeah. Or you can do it yourself through one of these platforms that we'll talk about. Yeah. Or you can learn how to write code yourself. And I mean, yeah, I would agree uh, that for a lot of people, for example, like uh, over the, the, the last... Uh, I don't know, decade or so, we've seen the rise of the influencer. An influencer doesn't yes. need a website. But that is like a brand, it's like a legitimate business now in mm-hmm. 2019. So, yeah, I, I maybe <laughs> Wait, I Wait, did you think it wasn't a legitimate business before? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to, like, honestly, like, I didn't understand how big being an influencer could get until fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought it was just people, like, being funny on, on the Instagrams and the... Vines, R.I.P. Vine, uh, you know, the Facebooks and whatnot. But like it's it's actually big business because even something as small as ad revenue makes a lot of these guys millions. And like we're starting to see that growing locally as well. Like mm. we're starting to see more and more uh, socialites and influencers uh, in Zambia. So I'd say, yeah, for 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 for. It's it's not one size fits all when it comes to a website. Like Never. you don't, not even Facebook. Man. Yeah, not even Facebook. Honestly, mm-hmm. like uh, to your point with the photographer, like Instagram and Pinterest, maybe just to get your work out there and show. Then later on, you might want to build uh, an online portfolio or something like that. And to your point, there's some platforms that make it really easy to do this stuff without having to write lines of code and be a quote unquote nerd. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think it's important for specific types of businesses, I guess. But oh. I personally would always recommend when you're preparing to launch your business, especially now when there are actually free options that I think we'll get into yeah. in a bit. It's 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 wise to invest in a and uh, and it's not. I'm not even talking monetary investment. Like it could be like investing Brand your implications. time, yeah, into just having a website up. 
it might not even be the main source of your traffic, but having something there that says, okay, this is how I want to present my business to the world. This is how I want to present my brand to the world, which you can't always do with Facebook because of the restrictions that are there with, uh, <laughs> with having a page on Facebook. <laughs> Try getting someone to find your page. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. I mean, I mean, like sometimes you have this brilliant idea, you have this brilliant name, you're like, this is the name, and then the name is taken, and you're like, ah, but if I put a two at the end, it's gonna be like a ripoff and whatnot. <laughs> so now you have to find a creative way to yeah. yeah. But not to say it's easy for people's websites to be found anyway. I mean, yeah. you still need to deal with um what what most people in the space calls um SEOs or search engine optimization. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. making sure when someone is searching for you, like they can definitely find you yep. at the top or something like that. So yeah. it's not an easy feat anyways. Because uh, that that's that's also a big thing. You you never want to be on page two when someone Googles you. But you know, the most interesting thing is like with all this um, controversy around like the way Google manages the search engine and so on and so forth, the algorithm, there's places like uh, Europe, for example, where the biggest complaint was that Google always prefer or uh, show preference to certain products at at the top. Mm -hmm. So you're most likely to find the things you're actually looking for on page two or three. So like, really? yeah, um, I think if I find um, this article, I will definitely put it in the description, but there was something like that. So like if someone has heard something similar, um, you can you can you can talk to us about it and we can have a chat online or something like that. Um, but then I wanted to talk about um, uh, one of the biggest advantages of Facebook. Um, that's being able to loop in your entire friends and family, like at the click of a button, for example. Yeah. You can invite everybody to like your page. And hopefully, if you have 100 friends and they all share it with their networks. So if each of those networks also has 100 people, you're basically reaching 10,000, 100,000 yeah. people. It cascades. Yeah, it cascades. Your, so it's your network, your friends' networks. It, and exactly. So, and so, so it becomes a bit easier to um, kind of reach the market you want in the early stages. Mm -hmm. So so yeah, like for me, Facebook first. That's if you don't have the money. If you have the if you have the resources, it's not just money. Sorry, even just time, because mm -hmm. sometimes for people it's a limitation in terms of time. Uh, you may want to invest in already thinking about launching like an online presence from a website perspective. Yeah. And sometimes it's even people who are looking for investment opportunities. I mean, yeah. most most likely investors, and I know we've talked about this before, um, Zambia is very slow towards getting to the whole, you know, venture capitalist stage, mm -hmm. uh, enjoy investment. Like, uh, I came across a few sites that uh, basically are a collective of, like, enjoy investors in the country, but there weren't that many that are registered on that platform. I think it was like six or something. And most of the people that may be looking to invest will probably be people from outside the country. Mm -hmm. And Facebook is not the best look for exactly. people like that. You may want yeah. to look at having a website, preferably with uh, your team listed on your website as yeah. well. Your mission, vision, description. Basically all the information. All the information that be looking for. relevant to give this guy as much information about you so that they can contact you. Uh, and actually talk to you. Yeah. So different people, different needs. Depends on what your needs are. So figure your needs out, and then that will basically point you towards where you need to go from 
<laughs> in terms of where you're going to start from yeah yeah i hope we've covered i hope we've covered enough i think we've covered in terms of where to start from yeah i think we've covered uh, a lot but uh, the onus is on the business i think mm-hmm. at the end of the day you have to understand your business yeah and know your target audience yeah definitely there's some like we've said this there there's some businesses that you just can't launch without a website can't yeah and then there's some that might not need a website altogether altogether yeah. but you just need it just for the sake of um yeah. delivering a particular set of information quickly yeah. and so on and so forth yeah um, but regardless of whether or not you're building a website i think it's always important to at least have a facebook presence because it's a good market yeah like it's just really the big. traffic alone like the possibilities are like i keep i keep driving this fact that you you keep giving me a look <laughs> you know what like I, i i recently started playing around with like linkedin pages i just realized we didn't even talk about it um mm. you know the funny thing is that's the place you expect to drive the most b2b like business or b2c or yeah but i don't know it just doesn't strike me as that place you know like <laughs> I mean maybe I'll give feedback after I play with it for like a few months because it's only been a few weeks so maybe when I'm done playing around with it I can give like a review on yeah. what my thoughts are on like launching a business on LinkedIn yeah and I so think, on and so forth I think the biggest uh, issue with LinkedIn and I was having a conversation with someone about this actually is that LinkedIn still has that very formal feel to it Mm. and when marketing being formal is especially these days not the best thing like being very formal is not something that end users always relate to mm. yeah. but i will say that for us as a podcast right linkedin has been really good yeah because we've got a few guests from linkedin as well through linkedin um we've had a few opportunities um pitching to some big companies not just in africa but around the globe through linkedin so like it like goes back to what we're saying it really depends what industry you're in what kind of business you're doing so for us it's mostly media so that's like a good avenue and we didn't really need a website until to be honest we didn't really need it um yeah because it comes back to the same thing like most of our traffic was through social media yeah so we di- we didn't really need it at all um i think for us it was mostly because we want we wanted email like official email addresses yeah and basically i mean we got the domain so why not just yeah build a website as well to go with the domain so people can actually get information so that's something that was slowly building so if you're looking to help us out in that area feel free to like drop us an email or like dm any of us yeah. and we would gladly have you on board mm-hmm. okay so moving on right um we want to talk about um the different ways in which people can actually well if you've gotten to the point where you want to uh build a website or something like that we want to talk about setting up a facebook page because i feel like that's one of the um I think it's easy enough. Yeah, it's it's out. it's really easy enough. Yeah. And even if you make a mistake the first time, you really it's, have a lot of yeah. options in terms of correcting them and it's not as costly yeah. to correct a mistake <laughs> setting up a Facebook page than it is a, set, a website. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like this is really one thing. It's it d- depending on what you're looking for, it can get quite costly to yeah. set up a face, uh, a website to be yeah. honest. 
it can really get costly and also goes back to what you are doing as a business exactly. for example and i'm sure building a platform like uh, zambezi has with uh, like that sort of um complexity i'm sure is pretty expensive especially if you're outsourcing it to like an off premises um software development company they'll charge you upwards of maybe even 300,000 kwacha you know just getting that sorted but then when you look at the flip side a website like the one we've built was relatively cheap yeah to build out depending on who you're seeing and i want so also I have to mention that sometimes the cost is tied into the quality because mm-hmm. the example I'm about to give is one of a website I saw in 2015 and this website was terrible. You want to know how much this person spent uh, uh actually having this website built? It was like I think 1000 kwacha. That's about right. That's, that's less than $100 <laughs> and uh this was supposed to be like a website for an events company. Okay, not really an event. It was like um um an well it's agricultural stuff like farming inputs and stuff like that and there were it was a combination of the events and the agricultural side of the business uh. and it was just terrible like you could barely find any information there there was like these dancing chickens like <laughs> dude this was like you know stick figures right stick figures first of all and pictures of chickens like dancing across the website and dude it was so annoying it was just so and i can't even describe it well, and, uh, and i'm thinking like okay like me about to buy something from you like i'm immediately turned off like by yeah. oh i mean even stuff. even worse than having no website is having a bad website having a bad one because to the point i gave earlier where like legitimacy and what not uh, lending to you having a website or not if someone goes to your website and it sucks <laughs> Like that will actually cause you to lose customers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like No, I'm not going to mention names, but that is like I think another problem that a few businesses in Zambia have mm. where they they basically ship out the bare minimum because it's cheap. I and feel like even for the price you're paying, like the bare minimum has to be much higher than the bar that's currently set, you know what I mean? And I I I I am still asking people to like send links to website that they they don't enjoy that they mm-hmm. feel are really bad so we can actually take a look at it and see how bad it actually yeah, is yeah just how bad it is but I, I I don't think anyone will ever go above the chicken one that one was <laughs> uh, we we we, <laughs> top should, tier. we should we should have a discussion afterwards we're going we're going to look look for this it's site. actually down now um uh, so what if what ended up happening was um the domain expired Uh-huh. And um unfortunately we didn't scrape the site before the domain expired. So we had no copy of it. Yeah. And uh the person actually ended up approaching uh uh my business to rebuild their site. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, safe to say <laughs> nah, we definitely did a better job than yeah. <laughs> what he did but there's still lots of room for improvement and so mm-hmm. on and so forth so if i can find a copy of it i would definitely show it to you because it was terrible it was absolutely terrible <laughs> anyway moving on so Make like i was saying like a hello world website does that <laughs> the hello world website is better than what i saw and i i guarantee you tell you what um i will tell you who to ask If you want to hear how bad this was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll, I'll tell you who to ask. And I'm sure they'll maybe even describe it worse than I have. Uh, so um, in terms of costs, going back to the whole cost thing, it really depends on who you're approaching. Is it a friend? Is it a company? And even in terms of a company, is it an already established business? Yeah. Um, how big is the reputation? So pricing really varies. Yeah. But you're generally going to find someone willing to build a website for you for a uh, thousand kwacha, maybe even less, you know, going upwards. I think I've seen people charge 500 kwacha as well, which is less than $50. I think it's like $3 to build a simple, basic website for you with no, yeah. with no complicated things like online bookings, just something simple for like information, uh, information sharing yeah. and people contacting you and stuff like that. So, Which I still think is a, a, a bit cheap, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay, another discussion so, altogether. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's another discussion <laughs> altogether. So after you think about the cost in terms of building the website, there's also the cost in terms of finding a place for your website to, to live. Mm-hmm. So um, let me just break this down like this. Primarily, there is three costs, right? And these are the, just the, the bare minimum costs. There is paying the person um, building your website or company or whatever. There is uh, hosting fees as well where your website will live mm-hmm. and then there is the what they call okay. the domain name which is basically the www.mybusiness.com yeah. so those are like the bare minimum costs that are there but depending on how you're going about building this thing there could be additional costs in terms of maybe if like we talked about it's a dynamic uh, website it needs to store information you could incur costs from uh, other things yeah yeah that we probably won't get into trying not to be too technical so generally those are the costs that go into like building a website yeah and like i said before if you don't have the budget to hire someone that can build this out for you there is alternatives um where you don't need to be a coder you don't need to know how to write code all this stuff is done for you in the back yep. uh, it's abstracted you don't see it you just basically drag and drop whatever you want and um, there should be step-by-step guides on how to publish the site as well. Yep. And uh, yeah, those are pretty much available for people that don't know how to write code. Yep. So actually, I guess we can go into that, kind of give the pros and cons of uh, what they call web builders <laughs> against actually uh, hiring someone or building uh, the website yourself. Yeah. So... Do you do you want to tell me um, what kind of web builders you've played with in the past, recently? Uh, recently? Well, yeah, even recently. I doubt recently, but... Yeah, um, so I, haven't, I haven't played with... Okay, so I... <laughs> I don't... I don't... I, I don't like web builders, uh, specifically because of the lack of control, and I, I'm sure you're seeing a theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. But... Definitely, they 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 have their, their 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 market because, like I know people that are managing their own uh, sites, whether it's a web uh, WordPress or uh, what's the other popular one, uh, Squarespace. Squarespace yeah. is Wix as well. Wix is also getting really popular. popular. Spotify, yeah. Shopify, I think is getting kind of popular. But Wix, Wibbly, and Squarespace Weebly, are kind yeah. of the popular ones. And Squarespace, not really actually here. Um, yeah. Interesting because I got a call maybe like last week. Someone was asking me if there was a Squarespace community in Lusaka. 
but that was the first time I ever heard someone even talk about using Squarespace. <laughs> so it was really interesting. So I guess it's one of those that's just yeah. getting popular as well. As far as the ones I've played with, uh, mostly WordPress and even WordPress, it was just WordPress is the reason why I don't like Word. Uh, web uh, builders, yeah, web really. Builders. That's the reason why. For me, it's Weebly. <laughs> so I haven't even played with Wibbly because I've played around with WordPress and I've yeah. seen so for context like when when you can build a website right mm-hmm. when you're playing with these a lot of the time in the back of your mind you're thinking to yourself or uh, you're thinking about all the things that you can't do instead mm. of admiring things that you can do exactly and benefits. I think that's that's the problem with web builders for someone like me or you yes but and yeah, I, and I was just about to say that we are not really the target market for exactly, web builders exactly. because they don't give us the flexibility we need. Exactly. And giving more context, like web builders, uh, first and foremost, the biggest advantages of web builders is the fact that there's no coding skills required. Yeah. You don't need the help of uh, an expert coder. You don't need to learn how to program. You don't need all that stuff. These platforms are built for people who know nothing about writing code. I mean, a lot of... Yeah. No, go ahead. A lot of them even take care of uh, the issue of a domain. Yes, and actually. web hosting. Exactly. It's basically drag and drop. Okay, click here, click here, click here, click here, uh, publish. Yes. And you don't have to worry about all the things that we were talking about before. Yeah, basically. And um, the whole point of this is to kind of um, address, first of all, the fact that you... There's, there's special skills required in terms of building a website and this solves that challenge for you. You don't need those special skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, it takes away the cost of hiring someone to actually build some of this stuff. Yep. Uh, like, it's... it's it's. <laughs> I don't know how easy it is, though, when you want to migrate from some of these platforms into other... I can't imagine that it's easy for all of them. Mm-hmm. And pro tip for developers there is a difference between wordpress.org and wordpress.com so make sure you do your research in terms of what the limitations are on either platform one of them is open source one really isn't one has like strict limitations and the other doesn't have so make sure you check that as well before recommending a platform to like someone to like you know yeah uh, build 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 out their website yeah then another advantage of like uh, the web builders is the fact that you don't really need design skills as well yeah the fact that they're all like drag and drop like i played with two today um in an hour i played with squarespace i played with wix and i think i already had a bit of experience with weebly as well so first of all the sign up process isn't as complicated it's simple enough. I think with my week site, which I also put a link to, um, it was really easy. I signed up with Facebook. And um, by virtue of me signing up with Facebook, it made it easier to plug in some of the information, like, for example, contact forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so it automatically picks up my email address from Facebook. And that's the basically the responding or uh, the, the email. It'll be directing all the traffic from the contact form, for example. Oh, okay. Obviously, you can change that stuff, but that's just an advantage. And then also you can pick fonts. Um, you can pick uh, what kind of images you want on your page. And all these all these images will obviously be stock. So you can actually use them for like uh, free platforms. Like uh, I think Weebly or Weeks is one of the free ones. Um, and then we, we, we come back to like the cons of having like a website builder with all the ease 
there is a lot of like um, trade-offs as well. Yeah. It's not very suitable for like professional businesses. Not really, no. No, absolutely not. Like WordPress is I- really ideal for like, WordPress.org is really ideal for bloggers, for example, Definitely because of bloggers. how many themes and templates are available. You can just pick and say, I want this type of blog. Yeah. And you can focus on the writing, for example. And it's relatively easy to grasp in terms of how you set it up and how you publish and so on and so forth. And also how, uh, I don't know if generic is the right word to use, but uh, how standardized a blog site is as opposed to say mm. uh, like we talked about what an e-commerce site yes like there are vast differences between e-commerce sites yes. that you can't just have a template for which essentially these uh uh web builders are right like it's a it's a template that they give you and a lot of these are built they they build out the code yes they build out uh, the based code based on yeah. the template uh, mm. that you choose and so on and so forth so you find that a lot of the flexibility in design that you would want is mm-hmm. taken away from you. And I know with WordPress, you can play around with the actual design if you know enough. But if there's something specific that you want, you might need to find a coder. Yeah. To like now like design or make something work the way you want it to work, which is basically where we're going when we talk about professional businesses. Also, when you talk about the thing SEO we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. a lot of them may not provide that for you. So you may lose out in terms of actually being on the first page of a Google search or stuff like that. Um, Sometimes some of these platforms will give you a very cheap looking design and there's not so much you can do about it. So you kind of have to live with crappy design and Mm -hmm. losing some customers from uh, that kind of crappy design. (laughs) Also, you don't really have a lot of control in terms of performance, which is a big deal for us in the technical space. Like performance is one of the key metrics that we look for in terms of building something. You don't want something that loads slowly. You want to make sure you have the granular control over what's delaying load times for your website or something like that. So that's really a big deal. And some of them will just give you limited features. Yeah, I know with Squarespace, for example, right? I I have a 14-day trial. Uh, After that, I really can't do anything with it. Um, if I publish it, it would have a really funny domain name, like a really, really funny domain, which I can't even change. <laughs> so you're restricted. You'll probably have like Elias.squarespace.com um, or something like that. Yeah. So it would really be weird looking you until you upgrade to like a paid tier, which is like maybe $10 per month. Yeah. And I I'll send a link to like a comparison. I think it's like $10 per month. I think the same is true for uh, WordPress, right? Uh, like, not really. Um, like there, in terms of domain names? Yeah, well, yeah, you can buy one and you can basically set it up. But if you go for the free tier... The you, WordPress will be in the Yeah, domain. the WordPress will be in the domain. So you probably have, like I said, like elas.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. And I find that really annoying. And I know I talked about this uh, when we had Musonda, for example, uh, on that episode. Yeah. And we did offer to help people like actually get a domain Mm -hmm. it is relatively affordable depending on what you're looking for i know there are platforms that even offer discounts on domain names so they could be as cheap as four dollars five dollars going up to ten dollars and if you're looking for something really unique like we're always looking for a dot io dot ai kind of domain those are slightly more expensive they're like maybe 50 60 depending on whether it's a park domain or not Mm. it could be like three thousand dollars so like there is many options uh in terms of that and also because you are giving power to like someone else to manage to manage basically the design and 
everything structured and you don't really have a lot of control if something goes wrong. Yeah. So you have to rely on customer service from that particular platform. And sometimes that's also a bit poor. Yeah, that 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 can actually be like a bit of a bottleneck to solving your problems. Some customer care, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and also because we don't have a lot of locally uh, developed platforms that give this kind of service. So you find you're yeah, dealing with time zones when it comes to customer service. Yeah, true, true. So true. if you have a problem with your... Uh, site, for example, you find the person that's supposed to help you is still asleep or they don't have 24-hour customer service or you have to pay extra yeah. or like 24-hour customer service. So, um, yeah, that's one of the things. So, like I said, I'll, put, I'll post some links of some sites I built using some of the web builders. And I will tell you that my favorite was actually um, the Wix one, to be honest. Like, I really enjoyed it because, first of all, um, chill. Let me see if I can publish this. First of all, connecting. Uh, if you get a domain and connecting it to this particular site mm-hmm. was relatively easy. Um, if you look it up online, it's 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 easy enough to do without the need of an expert. For example, um, the layouts and how they ask you like specific questions to kind of figure out uh, how they should how the AI should kind of design the website as well was pretty good. It was similar to Squarespace, but I got, I was more comfortable with like uh, Wix and stuff like that. Mm. And even publishing and it being live online, I didn't need to like uh, bother with like worrying about a trial and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. that was that was really good for me. One other thing is in terms of some of these f- quote unquote free platforms mm-hmm. is they'll probably advertise on your site. That's if it's free. Yeah. So you may have to contend with stuff like that. Yeah. But other than that, it's relatively easy to like set up everything. You really don't need to know any kind of code. If you've done coloring and painting as a kid, it's similar to that sort of thing. <laughs> so like, yeah, I will post a few links to this uh, and stuff like that. Okay, cool. I'm actually interested to see what you built. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to talk about uh, some of the key things to look out for in terms of deciding when and how you should go about building your website and stuff like that, regardless whether you're using a web builder or you're hiring someone, always know what you need. Not really from this. This is actually speaking from a business perspective. Know what the objectives and goals of your business are. When you figure that out, it's actually quite easy to translate that into an online presence, whether yeah. it's Facebook, whether it's uh, like a website, website, even when you talk to a designer, when you're communicating those goals, they'll definitely know which direction to point you uh, in. Exactly. On, at, whatever. So like think about whether you want a blog on your site, whether you want to sell stuff on your site, whether you want to have a contact form, whether you want sliding graphics and that sort of thing. And that really... That, that really pay, um, plays a big role in terms of uh, how that will work. And also, never be afraid to look for inspiration from your either your competitors, anywhere on the internet. Yeah, Find something that you like. Find three, four, five, six things you like. And then just look at them and say, okay, I like this about this. I like this. And then you can use that to kind of build something that you you like. Design is important. It's your friend. Yeah. I mean, the, some of the biggest companies in the world, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say copy, but uh, <laughs> t- 
take inspiration hey, from look at whatsapp stories and <laughs> instagram stories hey, and no, facebook look at, stories look, look at, yeah compared to what snapchat snapchat and <laughs> snapchat was like the 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 front runner there until like facebook came with its billions and just did it too and now it's like i mean really in, crazy. In, in facebook's defense they were like okay but we want to buy you then Snapchat were like, no, 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 we're going to be bigger than you. And then Facebook was like, okay, uh-huh. have you got this patented? Copy on everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I'm, ho- I'm really hoping that um, this will help a lot of people. Um, like start from somewhere in terms of getting an online presence. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I'm not really interested in the Facebook uh, getting started on Facebook, it's more or less getting started from a website perspective. Yeah. It's not as expensive as people thought. And uh, for developers, for example, one hack I really wanted to mention was um, free hosting on Netlify. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can you can host your front end on Netlify, and uh, you can either link it to a custom domain or get a domain from them. And the last domain I got was like ten dollars, and that was actually the podcast that I'm. Uh, domain mm. that we got that was like ten dollars, uh, paying nothing for hosting. So literally, our cost for the entire year is ten dollars. Ten dollars for our website. Yeah. And um, well, we are we were slightly at an advantage because we're coders, so we, we could build the site and <laughs> yeah. push it ourselves. But um, if you have a little money, you can find someone that can build something really basic for you that will yeah. still accomplish some of the things that you want. Uh, on a budget and yeah. so on and so forth. Another hack uh, would be AWS, though mm-hmm. uh, it's not free forever. So free for a year, right? Yeah, free for a year if you get and uh, it's it it gives you of course it gives you like uh, limited S three storage and that kind of thing. But uh, if you have a really simple website, like it's you you'll need someone technical of course, mm-hmm. to help you uh, build the website and maybe just put it in there. But it's uh, it's also an alternative to uh, some of these hosting sites. Yeah. Uh, at least for the first year, you drive a bit of traffic, get a bit Hope of revenue. Hope that you get sales, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you can either migrate or start paying for... Uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I've just noticed what we're, we're doing hacks for developers. So yeah. another, another thing I found was um, with Google's cloud platform, um, if you're really careful about what kind of um, virtual machines and uh, configurations you pick, you could actually pay quite a small amount on hosting on a monthly basis. It could be even as low as $10 a month. Mm. And you could get a whole virtual machine and, you know, you could build something more complex. Yeah. And then, you know, you could scale up as and when you you grow, like yeah. in terms of traffic and stuff like that. I mean, then, uh-huh. like there's there's a lot, like... The reason why I'm not saying uh, you can build something really complicated on AWS is because it requires a specific level of knowledge about AWS, which is not usually cheap uh, when it comes to the people that know this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But if 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 you're looking for free options, like there's a couple of good ones. Yeah, relatively free. One uh, platform I did find that I was really happy with in terms of because, mm, well, now I'm settled. I'm, I'm a Laravel developer now. I'm settled, mm-hmm. right? I did find somewhere where I can host my Laravel applications that was relatively affordable for me to play around with. So um, it's Cloudways, uh, cloudways.com. So basically, I'm hosting really small 
um, Laravel application that has well, it's pretty dynamic. It's pretty heavy sometimes, like in mm. terms of depends on traffic, but um, it's pretty much end to end, from uh, managing your server to managing your um, your 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 backend from a database perspective. You've mm-hmm. got many different options in terms of how you want to manage your backend and so on and so forth. So it's it's really affordable uh, from from that regard. And I feel like um, it's more or less a platform that will link you to all the different other um, platforms like Amazon or Google yeah. and so on and so forth. So depending on which, which platform you pick, mm, the price is sort of different. There's other options as well, Heroku and... Yeah. There's, there's 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 other digital ways. ocean you can get a droplet for like five dollars yeah a month. yeah yeah so actually. so there's there's cheap options definitely. there is cheap options so yeah really well, they're boil- basically free <laughs> i mean it basically boils down to uh what your business is uh how, how much money and how, yes. how much resources how, how yeah how much resources you, you you're willing to set aside to build out the website do you need the website mm. and how complicated is the website going to be? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, we're open to receiving questions. Uh, if you're interested in learning about these platforms or if you think we should do like, um, I don't know, like a, some kind of uh, meetup like regarding these platforms and yeah. stuff like that. Like, Just an information swap or yeah. like knowledge sharing. Yeah, so that people know a lot more about all these options that are there for them to do, like to build out this stuff and not spend too much money. Okay, um, I guess to wrap it up, um, just going over everything uh, that we've talked about. um, First things first, it really depends what kind of business you are into. And uh, some businesses will require you to have a website off the bat, like we mentioned. Some will not. Some you can wait until you feel like it's absolutely necessary for you to like build out one and you need to yeah deliver some kind of information mm-hmm. like the way you want to in a way that most appealing to you you don't want to get the branding of facebook in the way i know we didn't talk about this but one of the downsides of running your business entirely on platforms like these ones is there's the chance they could go out of business but then again, we're talking about Facebook, so the odds of yeah. that are really low. So I guess that's why I didn't I mention. I mean, if, if Cambridge Analytica didn't kill Facebook, <laughs> yeah, that was barely will, a will anything. Think about Google, like Google got fined. I don't know how many billions of euros, but look, they're still here today. So, yeah. so, so yeah, that's 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 one of the things. Um, hopefully, um, you learned one or two things. Yeah, hopefully, if you're planning to start a business and you have a general idea of what your business is, you know what your options are. Definitely. Yep. This is probably the longest episode we've done this year. Yeah, you think so? I think so. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, listen to all our other episodes of CodeCast on your favorite um, streaming app. Um, Make sure to leave us a review on iTunes or through whatever platform uh, you're with. Uh, Send us a tweet. We're at CodeCastZM on Twitter. We're at CodeCastZM on Instagram. We're called Kazam on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also called Kazambia on LinkedIn. So yep. feel free to shoot us a message, question, um, anything in that regard. Yep. We're really open to it. So if you want to reach me personally, uh, that's sour underscore bones on Twitter. And um, um, yeah, you should be able to find a link to most other things. Yeah. Through uh, that. I'm Jorelli360 on Twitter. 
J O R underscore E L I three six zero. Okay, yeah. Elias has gotten better at doing this. So feel free <laughs> to like send us tweets, um, send us whatever messages. Um, we are kind of winding up the year. We don't have a lot of episodes left this year. Like yeah. this is our last show for August actually. So the next show will be September. Yeah, Oof, the year is flying by. Flying eh? by really flying by so hopefully we can cram a lot of the suggestions for topics in the next few episodes that remain yeah okay uh we hope you've enjoyed listening to this special inspired episode mm-hmm. and uh make sure to listen to all our other episodes and to more episodes as they come out podcast out out Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Codecast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at CodecastZM and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss a show. Leave us a rating on iTunes and please do tell a friend about the show.